0: and out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from this is the nightmare junkhead podcast a horror podcast that will put a spell on you (laughs) my name is greg d and i'm genius mcgee and on today's episode we're reviewing a recently released film that is polarizing the horror community we are talking about 2016's the witch But before we go any further, let me remind you, we are part of the ever-expanding Boom Howdy Podcast Network. Boom Howdy. And you can find all of our past episodes over at BoomHowdy.com, or if you're like me and you'd like to listen to us on the go, simply search for Nightmare Junkhead in your iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud app, hit subscribe, and when we drop our latest episode, it will download directly to your listening device of choice. Do it, or
1: we'll burn your crops. (laughs)
0: Your milk will go sour. Your milk will go sour. The milk's
1: gone bad. Ha ha! Wish had two more brooms. (laughs) That's kind (laughs) of perfect there.
0: So before we talk about The Witch, I do want to talk about the fact that we uh, host some... uh, Some films over at the Alamo Draft House Just a few And here in March My God (laughs) We're a little bit busy We will be busy And the fact that they're showing so many good horror films in March I was
1: pleasantly surprised there's a lot of good stuff Just like in general
0: In general, yeah It's actually, it's one of those that If we weren't hosting, I'd be be seeing them anyway anyway, Yeah, yeah. so just the added bonus there But starting on March 2nd uh, We are going to be hosting a little film You may have heard of it It's uh, The Monster Squad The Wolfman's got nards I can't wait to see this with a crowd Yeah Um, Um, You know they say you're either a Goonies person or a Monster Squad person. I say why not both? I I, this is the only time I will not be wishy washy. Yeah, I am a Monster Squad person. I love the Goonies. I love I love them both. Uh But Sophie's Choice, I go Monster Squad. I'm still on
1: the fence. I mean, you you know, I love me some Monster Squad and I love me some Goonies. And if I really had to, like, you know, gun to the head, Sophie's Choice type thing,
0: I. (laughs) <laughs> don't know. I'd have so, to hear
1: arguments from both sides oh God, before, you, you know. know what I'm saying? Give me
0: some pros and cons here. Right. You know, right. Either or you don't have to choose because we only have the Monster Squad on the second side. <laughs> so. Right, so yeah, there you go. Just see the Monster Squad. But it's gonna be a lot of fun because that is a good fun movie. Oh, man. Yeah. oh fuck yeah, it's a fun and, movie. You know, we've talked before about doing a list of like primer movies, horror movies for you know, to transition your kids into. Yeah. I think this would be one of those that maybe is not on the first level or first wave, but definitely is in the discussion. Well, I show Shorty this movie and she loved it did she but she's sure i think she's predisposed yeah, she, to a lot of those movies shorty, anyway she, man yeah. uh and then on the march 12th and this is one i know you're particularly excited for, i'm so stoked because this, this is one of your favorite yes, films man yes uh but you know we obviously love ourselves some monsters mm-hmm. on this one and the tinier the better and on the march 12th we will be screening critters fucking critters man. and 35 millimeters I as well. know oh, it's gonna be glorious and I'm beyond excited for that one because who doesn't like fucking up some crates
1: I know kill more crates you yes. know I mean
0: I can't go bowling anymore because the fact that I'm just constantly trying to throw a bowling ball down the pins and shattering mm-hmm. them you know yeah just fucking some shit up but then the one I'm really excited about and this is the one that's going to be launching Th are 35 millimeter. Oh, this is going speaking be, of.
1: Oh, this is a classic. This is this is horror 101. This, this truly is. A, this is a master class
0: in an effective horror movie because it's just such a just a bug. Cr- bug fuckery of a movie yeah. in terms of how crazy it is. You don't know what's real, what's dream, what's uh, reality. It's, and it's beautifully. It's it oh, beautifully shot, beautifully colored. It's The crazy. score is amazing. Yes. Um, we're talking about the, oh, just the Italian classic, In <laughs> in beautiful 35 millimeter. This is mm-hmm. actually the 35 millimeter print they showed at Dismember the Alamo. So if any of our Kansas City listeners were here, they saw it. It was a beautiful print. Yeah. Uh, but this is actually the launch Of the series that we're programming through Mm -hmm. our other podcast, Nerds of Nostalgia, and so just so happens it's all horror movies. Yeah, and we have, and we've talked about it before on the podcast, but this is going to be the the one that launches it. Yes, and so it's starting on a Saturday, but then from there we're going to transition to Tuesdays, Mm -hmm. the way it works. But this is not to be missed, you guys, because it's all thirty-five millimeter. Uh, We're um, attaching trailers to all of them, which are actually going to be the 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 last movie. Yeah. 35 millimeter trailers for the movies that we're going to then show in the future as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and obviously when we host, we're always good with giveaways, prizes, You know, we, fun stuff we like to have fun here. We do. We, on the we, podcast. It, it, it enhances
1: the movie going experience. I'd like to think it
0: does, you know, for the most part. And honestly, we love these films. Yeah. That's the the most important thing. We're
1: not going to show anything like, man, that movie's bullshit. You know, we genuinely love the
0: movies that we're going to show because fuck it, we pick it. And that's just it. This is the right. first time we actually get to program this. Yes. Which... I you know we we were so excited when we got to
1: see the it list of, to see the list of the movies that we can choose from. It was like fucking Christmas Day. We're like, oh, they have this movie. Oh, they have that movie. Oh, look at this! Thing, blah, blah, blah. And we we're like, okay, so let's break it down. Do we want to start off like crazy and weird? Do we want to ease? Just the tip? What do we want to do? You <laughs> and know? that's
0: just it. There were so many to choose from. Yeah, and I mean, there's some some mainstream masterpieces, mm-hmm. They're cult classics, and then you've got some, some bat shit. Like, some of them I've never even heard of. Right. Like, they don't even, like, trailers don't exist on YouTube for some of these. So we're really going to be able to explore a lot of this stuff, and so we really wanted to go a little bit more mainstream initially, mm-hmm. just like, as you said, to ease you into this You're a bit. Right, right. Um, And so, yeah, it's just going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're eventually going to be doing a Weird Wednesday as well, mm-hmm. which will be basically anything that's outside of the horror genre. Yeah. So action, action, science fiction. Sexploitation. Oh, God. There's, yeah, getting creeps and nostalgia here. There are going to be some classic boner jams going on, but, you know, definitely. <laughs> make sure you're following us at Nerds of Nostalgia or Nightmare Junkhead to uh, follow along with our shenanigans that we're doing with that. Um, But we've been very fortunate here lately to, you know, in terms of the the type of movies we get to see, the type of movies we get to screen um, you know, with our association with Nightmare Junkhead. yeah. um, Whether it's, you know, some advanced screenings or just new releases in general. right. And one of my uh, New Year's resolutions was to go see more current horror
1: yeah that, you know what that was mine too was it because i mean i what? don't want to feel like i've rested my laurels on like the old classics and stuff but one of them was to see more and to give ones that i've dismissed a chance
0: okay okay but i to me though you're the one that always going out and seeing I, a lot of them anyway i know but i want to see more okay, you know no, that's I, mean, good. I mean that's that's, good. That,
1: that's what i mean whenever a horror movie comes out whether good bad or indifferent i want to go and see it before i like Listen to the reviews. And, right. And, and, start and, reading about everything. Right.
0: And you know before 2015 hit, I wanted. To, I kind of did a little search on you know horror movies that are coming up in 2016. And it's kind of slim pickings. It's not as yeah, yeah voluminous volu- voluminous as I was hoping uh, for volumptuous, volumptuous. Uh, But there are still still some good releases and you know the witch Mm -hmm. which obviously we're going to be talking about soon um had played last year at some of the um the film festivals around and there was a lot of word of mouth saying how good this movie was Mm -hmm. and so before we actually go into our review because we are gonna we both have seen the i've seen it twice now you've seen me too oh did you i saw it last night excellent excellent Mm -hmm. good okay so but this film is it's
1: polarizing
0: to an obscene amount online there
1: was a thing on online i think it was like a facebook or gawker or something type thing where it was like is the witch really horror
0: so let's let's start off that. For you, Genius McGee, mm-hmm. what makes a horror film or what makes a movie, what, uh, you know, what would you qualify? What would you quantify for horror films? That's That's hard. It is, isn't it? That's
1: really hard because you can't say, well, there's got to be a lot of death and gore because some of the best horror movies have almost no death or gore in it at all. Very minimal. Um, some people say there has to be supernatural. That's not necessary. I mean, Maniac can be considered a horror movie and that's not supernatural not at, at, all. at all. You know, I think something... For me, what qualifies as a horror movie is something that invokes a response of something's not right, something is wrong with this picture,
0: some some menace, dread, unease, of, yes,
1: of some sort. Whether it be terror, whether it be ghosts and ghoulies, whether it be fucking slashers, whether it right. be anything. Because horror, it's hard to really pin it down because it's such an umbrella term and then you have all the subgenres of horror and all that stuff but i think if it makes you feel uncomfortable at some point in time you know or just like something you see that you wouldn't necessarily see on a daily basis and
0: you know that can be well and then that's just you know you got me thinking about the, the first film that immediately thought up in terms of being uneasy have you ever seen todd Solon's happiness Mm-mm. oh I don't think anyone would consider it a horror movie, uh-huh. but it probably made me more uncomfortable than like Antichrist or a Serbian film. Oh God! Really? Well, I can't. No, not necessarily with Cause, the Serbian <laughs> film because <laughs> that's super uncomfortable. That's yeah. That's one of those I'll never watch again. But, but... I mean, that could be considered horror. Mm-hmm. Serbian
1: film is definitely because it is it's horrific, horrific things, and maybe that's a, maybe that's what horror is. If it has something horrific in it, it can be considered horror. I mean,
0: and well, and you know, I was thinking about but then that. Opens it up to like it really. It's a Pandora's box, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that's probably one of the problems people have in terms of labeling things because by labeling, you therefore limit it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with like writers, directors, actors. Anyone that's been within the horror genre, they have the hardest time getting out of that, right? Um, which is very unfortunate. And there's very few crossover. Not a lot you know? anymore. It's really right. upsetting. So I don't. I, I agree, though, with the. Uh, the menace the dread the unease but like you said that opens up so much more right which it's hard to then pinpoint what exactly is horror right because what's that movie where monica bellucci gets raped oh irreversible irreversible Jesus Christ. that's
1: not a horror movie but that's a horrific thing that happens you know there's
0: there's that entire scene and like i think the bar is called the rectum or something like that and yeah. it actually shows that guy caving in that guy's skull yeah. with the fire and that that's a horrific thing as well just there that entire movie like i don't think you would like traditionally qualified as a horror film, but, but my God, I would it's consider it guts
1: and gore to be. And then that whole brutal, brutal rapes. All is that hard. To watch. It was like,
0: it's 10 minutes. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's like hard to watch. It's I, I can't, I, that's one of those films, uh, much like a Serbian film that you get through once and, and I, then you're done. I don't need to I'm, revisit yeah, it. It's okay. I, I've seen it before. I'm yeah, good. I, I can just say, yes, I've seen it. Yeah. I know what you're talking about, but you know, but maybe that's a credit to it because it does instill that kind of just, it's just venomous, yeah. You know? Oh um, yeah, and you need an antidote afterwards, you know. Whether it's a shower or uh, you know, shit, uh, stiff
1: drink, yes, is something. I
0: would even think like uh, Meet the Feebles. I remember the first time I saw that.
1: There's some horrific, uncomfortable shit, and in it's that not movie. a horror movie by no. any means, but
0: it's got those just those some of the scenery and the the images that sticks mm-hmm. with you, and they're, they're freaking puppets, Puppet. yeah. you know. It's not supposed to. So I think that speaks to the power of film, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think the issue right now, and what I I just don't understand why people are so upset over the fact that some people consider it horror, some people don't. Um, I th- it's a horror movie. The I Witch consider it a horror, horror movie. Well, let me ask you this: um, Silence of the Lambs. Do that's you consider horror. that a horror? Yeah, okay, that's
1: horror. That's crime horror.
0: Crime horror. Okay, and I think some people then they kind of like it. Well, no, that's a thriller.
1: You no, know, that's crime horror. Right?
0: You got, a dude, you got a dude eating people. You got another dude wearing their fucking skin. Would you fuck me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's some gnarly stuff going on. Uh, true story. When I saw that in the theater. My folks t- took me to see that. <laughs> me too. And before I went into my house, I had my dad search the entirety because I was really? just convinced fucking Hannibal Lecter was going to be Buffalo waiting. Bill's coming. He was, he was going to fruit salad me, man. You know? <laughs> Are you, what are you doing over there, Greg? You know, just awful, awful things that were just frightening. You're about size 14, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah, that's why I don't go to fucking vans, you know. You know, just in that's general. That's just a good rule yeah. in general. <laughs> Especially, though, if they're sporting a cast, you right. know, and they look like Ted Levine. Ugh, Ugh. oof, oof. Yeah. I tell you, I can't watch Monk.
1: <laughs> I can't watch the show Monk that he's on. Anytime they see What Greg? are you doing over there, Monk? <laughs> hey, Monk, he, see, what the victim a big fat person, Monk? Would you shove me? I'd shove my so more hard. hard
0: god but you get all those films that <laughs> gross that do ins- inspire this kind of debate and I, I think the debate is good in terms of what it's what it what it goes for because people are talking about right. it and it's getting out into the mainstream which is good but i just don't understand this whole issue of how how okay what i don't understand is why people don't see it as horror right
1: i mean there's supernatural elements there's a there's witches oh straight up you know i mean there's it's there's no pretense about it there's fucking witches in this movie there are
0: there's like baby carnage and right. like the innocent uh, slayed <laughs>
1: If in case you don't know here at Nightmare Junk Kid we like to oh, do we spoilers, do spoilers so let's oh, that spoilers All that happens in the first 5 spoilers. minutes yeah, of the spoilers.
0: film. <laughs> um but it's interesting in terms of like like who is the gatekeepers for horror? And there's a, there's a really there was a really good article on that, and it was kind of talking about like the snobbish nature mm-hmm. of horror fans, which you know I think regardless of what genre you're always going to get those elitists, mm, right. That are going to say no, 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 that's not. If it. There's no gore, or blood, body count, then it's not
1: horror. And I'm saying bullshit. You what? don't have to have a drop of blood. You don't have to have a single dead body in no. a movie to be
0: a horror movie to yeah. be an effective horror movie. In fact, the one one of uh, we're going to do a Rotten Reynolds recommendation here later. I don't think there's a single death in that film, and it's totally a horror film.
1: Look at uh, Digging Up the Marrow.
0: Yeah. There's, oh, yeah. There was no death. There was no blood. There was no, no gore. Nothing. And it's a definitely a horror, horror movie. movie. I I don't know. I, I I just think it's unfortunate that there are these this level of elitism in it. But at the same time, though, again, it is inspiring discussion, right. which I like. Which is good. But I I'm trying to figure out why people have an issue with. Do you think it's because it's a period piece?
1: Maybe because it's a period piece. Maybe because there's not a lot of gore. Maybe because I, I don't I don't I, I don't understand why they. What's this argument we, about? We
0: can't fathom it because right. we're of the opinion that I'm 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 of the opinion if you like it you like it. If, if it you scares don't. you, if it scares you, that's right. fine. And if you don't, you don't. That's yeah. totally cool. I I think my biggest biggest problem is people just say no. It's a shitty movie. It's not. Here's the thing. <laughs> People <laughs>
1: horror is very divisive. Movies are very divisive, and that's what they totally should be. Subjective, though, right? right? Some people say, "Oh, I love the movie Oculus, and Oculus was the greatest scary movie I've ever seen." And I'm over here that movie with bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Now but, it, wh- it's not because it didn't try. It's right. not because it's not
0: horror. And also, it could be a cultural thing. It's mm-hmm. probably a huge age thing. Yeah, because looking back at the films that scared me when I was a kid, you know, some of those I can revisit and go, oh, yeah, they're still scary. Some of them I look back. I'm like, fuck, that's I don't even know if that's a scare or menace anymore. Well, look at everybody freaked out about Paranormal Activity. I fucking hated that movie. And it's really interesting, too, because there are and this kind of gets into uh, I think it was almost overhyped. Yeah. This film, because everyone was saying, oh, it's the scariest movie you'll ever see. Um, just, you know, this and that. They said that about It Follows, though. And The Babadook. And remember? The Babadook. <laughs> and, like, I was like, and those are two those Yeah, but I, but, but, you know. And uh, I wanted to bring those up, because, yeah, those are two, and we're on the polar opposite fences on those in terms of divisiveness because right. i like both the, Babadu- the babadook Duke and it follows i like them a lot actually and me mm-hmm. I'm good. and again I, they I, were I,
1: good movies but they weren't fantastic would you call um, them horror movies yes okay most definitely okay. most definitely
0: um i know that some people are like well the Duke isn't really horror and i'm like how the how fuck, is, the fuck is, is it not horror there's a fucking big monster haunting people you know, if, if anything, that kid is the most horrific thing in that fucking movie. He was kind of freaky in That yeah. was You know what I'm saying? That kid was. He was. He was a fucking nightmare. That kid. What well, do you think? There was an issue of it being overhyped, though, because I mean, I know when I would when we watched it follows together. I mean, I don't think I hyped it too much, but I told you I really liked it.
1: I don't know. You did kind of hype it for did me I? because I because I you, trust your judgment. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I, you know, I mean, we, we have we, pretty we, similar taste. similar tastes, and we fucking been doing this for about a year and a right, half right now, right. so we kind of know what each other likes. We have and a we pretty can, good barometer. Or right it comes right violence. and so when you're like oh this movie is great it fucking scared me and I'm like okay I'll check it out and so I'm expecting this end all be all and then it, the, the, but like I said, it wasn't a bad movie, but it made me angry. Right. You know, it made me angry and it made me too many questions. Same thing with the Boba you know? Because we, we both saw it at the same time. We did. Yeah. And we both had the hype, hype, hype. And we both enjoyed the movie, but I think you enjoyed it a lot more than I
0: did. And I was like, there's, uh, I got issues and problems with it. Now, do you think if you had seen it without any kind of hype, without any kind of, you know, pre release, anything like that, you just went in and saw it, do you think you would have had a different opinion? No, because I. I've been burned too
1: many times about hyping. Yeah. So I really don't give a fuck about hype. I mean, sometimes you can't help it. You know, oh, like, yeah. no, for example, it's... Mad Max, uh, for example, Star Wars, you can't help but get into the hype.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When it pays off, that's the most wonderful, magical thing possible. But when it doesn't,
0: oh, you become so, so just... bitter and jaded. Yeah.
1: So I've been trying, especially with horror, because horror movies, by far, are probably the most subjective movies possible very much you know if something's a drama you know it's a drama it's no qualms about it. it's either going to be a good drama or a bad drama (laughs) right if something's a a comedy it's either going to be a good comedy or a bad comedy but there's so many like subsets of the horror and especially with someone like me i don't want to say that i'm a student of horror but you're pretty well yeah i know my shit you know what i'm saying so when people hype movies like that i'm like okay i'll go check it out like like the evil dead the most terrifying movie you'll ever see right and i'm like okay <laughs> sure right i went in it was a great movie i love that movie but as the most terrifying movie i've ever seen probably not now, so are much now you talking about the original or the remake the remake okay cuz okay. that's when the one is you are not prepared you know you will you know, it, 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 so There was hype and I was like, they have to do that. I mean, that's
0: part of the process. So I
1: try not to listen to hype about movies anymore. I I really try to be very subjective until I go see it.
0: And I think that's what's burning. So many people is they are saying this is just one of the scariest movies ever. You know, you won't you're going to lose your shit. And I
1: think that's the problem of the movie in general, because
0: this movie is not scary. I'm I am i am going to defer on that. I g- had genuine feelings of dread, menace, and that sca- that scares me. Right. What now? What is technically what scares you? I should ask. Well, in, but- in a movie. In a movie. Does well, it take jump scares? Sometimes jump
1: scares do scare. Me. And, then, and when a well placed, well earned, yes. well deserved, well deserved. Because if it's like booga booga, you know, it's like okay, fuck off. F you, yeah, yeah, you know. But like if it's first, you say something like um, digging up the marrow. When those jump scares happen, I you saw me, I I, I jumped. I was like shit. Right, <laughs> those are well earned, well deserved scares, and I like that when there's a feeling of. Um I I don't get scared very much at movies. I get scared more in real life right, than anything. Of course, of course. Um, so uh, movies don't really scare me so much. But if it makes me feel uneasy, makes me feel dreadful, that's I. W- yeah, it's scary. But I think when you say something is a scary movie nowadays, people are expecting the gore and the jump scares and all that crazy shit that happens. There's none of that in The Witch. I mean, there's gore. There is gore. There's not
0: a lot of jump. There's a, no, no no jump scare. There was
1: one. No. Um, well, I don't know. The, the there was there at, was towards some the un- un- end. There, there was, was the
0: unsettling like. Like with the music, mm-hmm. um, I, in terms of the the swells when 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 uh Black Phillip killed uh, spoilers oh, yeah, spoilers yeah. spoilers
1: when when Black Phillip killed the dad that came out of nowhere that came out of nowhere that was a good jump scare for me I was like whoa shit you know <laughs> and so that was yeah so that was that gave me a good a good jump um but the whole movie just made me feel kind of there was a creeping like. Dread from Git.
0: Very much so. And that's what I really liked about this film. And, And a lot of people nowadays don't like slow burns. And I don't know if it's the generational gap. I think it might be a generational thing because that's what I do want to talk. This is, I might even argue, I didn't think it was so much of a slow burn. No, because it knew, and I was thinking about this on the way here. It wasn't a slow burn because it's consistently. Yes. It's a good simmer. It's, yeah, you know, it's a it's, good, it's cons- enough. You could boil over at any point.
1: Right. But it keeps it right on it, the edge. Yeah, from the get, because you from the from the opening scene, you're like, something's not right in this picture. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah. It's, something
0: is wrong. And just everything was so
1: gray and mundane.
0: True and just, Robert, it was uh, written and directed by uh, Robert Eggers. This is his first feature film. He He's, did his fucking homework, dude. he, he, yeah, he, he dude. did his homework. You want to talk about like just authenticity. Jesus in Christ. In terms of the, the vernacular... The the surroundings, the settings, the dress. Did he live with the Amish for a couple of years <laughs> think, before he I think decided? he actually went back in time for a while. And <laughs> right. was just, I'm a non-partial observer. Don't mind me. I'm not going to crush anything. Where we're, we're going, we
1: don't need roads. Because there are none. I got you a know? broomstick. It's cool. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> well, I think to the credit of this film, um, much like with the Babadook, you know, that was your main issue is that it may be real. It may not be real. To and this and film's Duke credit,
1: actually.
0: holy shit, it's called The Witch. And, and within the first five minutes, you know there's a witch. There is a gnarly, naked, old, weathered witch. Yeah, carving up a little child, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then you see her rubbing the blood of the child all over her gnarly, withered yeah. body. But the thing about it is, you don't. All the screens are all the kills
1: for the for the most part off-screen. are off screen, are off screen or obscured. So yeah. you really don't see like somebody
0: killing a baby. No, no. it was right? very, very very much the theater of the mind. Fuck
1: the the Alamo pre show is
0: more graphic than. <laughs> than the movie itself which i give it credit for right uh, because it does really kind of oh. announce its presence with authority for the mm. most part yeah it's and like we're killing babies i'll tell you what just in terms of i think there are so many things that could have fallen apart with this film mm-hmm. uh, just because it's not a large cast no it's very minimal you're basically with one family in one centralized location yeah. um and we not for the strength of the cast. I think this movie could have gone sour, but the cast in itself is so uniformly strong. Yeah, and, and no, and and nobody
1: broke character. Oh no, I, I mean, say. you know, because I mean, of course, you don't want to break character in the movie, but at the same time, you know, especially when dealing with a hard accent like that and the hard English like that that they talked about, because that is some ye old this and the upon the and some like old shit
0: of the six main people four of them are are basically teens or younger Mm -hmm. so i mean you know your children child actors that can really make or break your movie yeah and i think to this credit um on uh it's anya taylor joy played thomason um Harvey Scrimshaw, great name, played Caleb. That
1: is a great name. I'm Harvey Scrimshaw. Scrimshaw. And I'm here to fuck shit up.
0: You know? <laughs> and then Ellie Granger and Lucas Dawson played the twins. Although, fuck those twins. Fuck those twins. Fuck them. Dude, fuck them. I hated those twins. I think Genius, the the Uncanny Valley kind of thing hit because I told him beforehand, I was like, these little twins, man, are kind of like... I think the little the little boy looked like a little Wark Davis. Like they're CGI. Like-
1: they're CGI. They're not human. They're not human. They're CGI. Somebody made them in a the lab or
0: concocted them on on with computers because those little fuckers. <laughs> I think it was the period clothing or something that was just unsettling. Because even their you- talk, their their
1: mannerisms, their facial features, everything about them, they were so. Fucking evil and ugly. I hated them.
0: Hated them. They were genuinely creepy. They
1: were scary. And I'm afraid of... Children, anyway, you know, I mean, not children, children, but I mean, like creepy children. Creepy kids, yeah. Right. Fuck, yeah, them, there's, fuck there's, those twins.
0: Well, the second time I watched it was the first time I realized that at the very beginning, you hear them singing the praises of um, Black, Black Philip. Which, let's talk about Black Philip. Who knew that a goat right. would have come out of nowhere and been like this like next horror icon? And that fucking rabbit, too. Oh, the little rabbit. That rabbit was scary. Now, question, and this is something that I can't figure out online is. Uh, Um, The rabbit, was that like uh, a witch in disguise, or was maybe. it just or like maybe a nature? Fa- a familiar, right?
1: Okay, because you know? the,
0: witches are one with nature, mm-hmm. you know, and they they live in harmony with them for the most part. So I didn't know if that because he was the harbinger of everything, right. basically. Yeah, you know that once that rabbit showed up, you knew some shit some was bad going Because that's a
1: creepy ass rabbit. It really was. It was a very was, scary. Whoever's the animal handler, the animal wrangler, they, they did like because <laughs> you can't go to like Pet Smart and be like, I need a creepy fucking rabbit. You have a did, satanic you, rabbit right Do you have you one know? with like weird eyes or anything? But goats in general have like those fucked up eyes, and I don't trust goats.
0: Oh, of course. Well, I mean, you know, if you think about how Lucifer is usually depicted in a lot of movies, the you know, the goat, goat leggings yeah. and everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I found seeing it the second time. I- I, I don't know. I think the second time for me seeing it, maybe because it was too close, but I've already and I already knew what was going on. I knew mm-hmm. the story. It didn't it take me out of the movie in the second time. But at the same time, I found a lot of humor in the movie. Did First, you? When the goat was like jumping on his hind legs and stuff, I just thought of like Chappelle going, I'm the black sheep. I'm the real black sheep. Doodly, <laughs> doodly, 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 And I just started laughing like uncontrollably. Oh, no, really?
0: And... <laughs> and but my life
1: is kind of sinister
0: yeah, if just think of De Niro in Cape Fear. You know, like you're only missing a Stogie when you're in a theater with genius. Here so it's all starts. dark and
1: and and the ghost's like yeah, and they're like Black Philip, and I'm just thinking doo doo do I'm the black sheep. I'm the real black sheep. Just kicking it and stuff with a pan flute, and I just start going. Ha, 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 ha,
0: ha, 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 ha I guess that is the only thing that was missing was a pan flute with that. Just, you know, I, I
1: just I just cracked up, and I think like I I, I, I hate to say it, I hope I didn't ruin anybody's movie experience. But at the same time I
0: guarantee you did I know you did because that was that that's the other thing that's been really interesting in terms of reading reviews and reactions (laughs) are the people's reactions and I I don't know if it's necessarily non horror fans or just the horror fans in general but like people laughing like this sucks. That's not scary. Oh, people are saying that in the oh, theaters. Yeah, in the theater Oh, fuck we're, that. We're very fortunate here in the Kansas City area. We have an Alamo Drafthouse. We also have the uh, Screenland theaters, and they're all about they. They're about movies. They are about movies. So you know, any dipshits like that, no place for them. Mm-hmm. So you know, when you see a film, you know you're seeing it with the true folks. So that would have taken me out. So I don't. I can almost guarantee you. Probably just someone's like, God damn it, that freaking
1: guy over there, man. <laughs> I'm. I'm. If you're listening, I'm sorry, but I just couldn't help myself. It wasn't like, and I was trying to stop. I feel it as much as I can, and that only made it worse.
0: I yeah, know. I was like, well. Didn't you say when we were watching it the first time, there was at some point you thought about that was kind of just something hit you the right something way. Something hit you-
1: me when, like, when the, when the mom is attacking the the, the daughter. You're oh, that's Thomason, right, you, yeah. And then she just goes slap like that, and I was just like, <laughs> and I was trying not to laugh, but it, it just, but the bad the thing about it is, is I laugh. When I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, this is bullshit, ha ha. You know, it wasn't Mystery Science. You
0: were in the movie at the time, right. and you were reacting. And it just reacting.
1: reacted. Reacted was a natural reaction. Right. I wasn't Mystery Science
0: theatering it, you know? Which would be easy to do if you're a punk. You of know course. what I'm saying? But... Well, the- how many people go in, though, just with this, like attitude of i'm not i'm not scared i'm not scared fuck that movie that's stupid right, yeah. rather than i'm the person i want to go and i do want to be scared right. i enjoy horror movies for that feeling that catharsis you get mm-hmm. you know when you're feeding the gator yeah very much so yeah um speaking of feeding the gator there were some themes in here that i and i, I think it's why i found everything so menacing and dreadful it was just some dark
1: th- themes in this movie well
0: and that's the thing just in terms of the time it was set in the 1630s which yeah. let me tell you because they're straight
1: from england i yeah, mean they well, haven't yeah, talked about like i miss england yeah you know, like.
0: and they're in an area now that you know they came for religious freedom and the very beginning of the movie it's the family being basically they are exiling themselves from the community for mm-hmm. religious reasons yeah. like whether or not they were pious you know the community was pious enough if they found like hypocrisy in it what have you but they just they they basically separate themselves from the community and in those times man you needed other people. Yes, yes. I mean, there's yes. a reason why you know societal mores form because if you were on your own in the wilderness, you're and fucked. Ma- you're fucked. Because back in those days, man, I mean, yeah. every day was a struggle. Yes, between starvation, just nature, the environment, mm-hmm. other people.
1: It's, sickness, yes, um, disease, but, right?
0: Just all everything that now we, with our modern conveniences, we don't bat an eye at because we don't have to, right? So for me, that in and of itself is a very scary setting
1: because if we don't have dinner, that's fine; we can go to McDonald's,
0: exactly. You know, but, but there, if you don't farm your crops right, it, you are yeah. fucked, and that's why you have a lot of kids because you have more hands to help you, mm-hmm. uh, which is just again just very very frightening in terms of just living off the land. But they seem very happy. In fact that great great shot and i want to give robert Akers credit is he he tried to utilize like natural light as much as he could throughout mm-hmm. the shoot which made it i think it gave it a little bit of uh, the, the sense of dread yeah because it was, was just so gray yeah and washed out but it mm-hmm. seemed natural
1: no oh, it, it seemed unnaturally natural Unnat- yeah you know, very much so it, it was you know it, it was natural and nature and nature's all fine and dandy but i said it before fuck nature dude. oh yeah it, it was it looked terrifying and
0: this this honestly you know this is where I thought in terms of whether the witch could be real or not Before I saw it just in terms of you know Man versus nature and those various themes mm-hmm. I thought maybe it would have been more metaphorical But obviously right. as we see the witch is real uh-huh. But the witch lives within the woods And there's that great shot when the family Finally finds their land Oh and they're so and they're, happy they are, And, and they're, and they're, they're just, just praising God yes. and, yeah. and then you cut forward probably two years later Because they have the little, the little one now And of course then the nasty shit happens And I, you know in terms of the, the Heavy lifting in this film I really think Anya Taylor joy who plays thomason who is the young girl in the film she's phenomenal she is so good she's in this phenom- movie, and
1: the boy is phenomenal too
0: again just around in fact the mother and father uh the, the father is played by ralph innocent and the mother is kate dickie both from game of thrones
1: now kate dickie was the one that was from the veil from the veil the crazy robert
0: one. aaron that was, yeah. I'm, I'm convinced now she has under contract that she has to it's like breastfeed right because she did Get it right. constantly in game of thrones and she did it constantly in this movie like three times <laughs> uh it's just maybe now she's She's cool with that, you know. Yeah, but they are both I'll whip
1: out a titting. It ain't no thing. Ain't no it's thing. in me
0: contract. I want to. What is it? I want to see your titting. See your titting. <laughs> but they are also really strong. But um, they put no, kinda... who the dude play in Game of Thrones? He was um, uh, Theon Greyjoy's advisor. When they were uh, infiltrating Winterfell, oh, and he okay. was—he's was the one that was finally like, "Nope, let's go," you know, because he's got that booming yeah. Tony Todd James Earl Jones voice. When Reek was trying to before he
1: was Reek before he was, he was like, Reek
0: come on, let's tell him. and then fuck you, him. yep, because and I was just like, "Where the fuck is that guy?" So they got two Game of Thrones alumni, which is good because you know they usually have All Uniformly strong, strong yeah, right. And so, I, but just it, I'm just so impressed with him. But but Thomason's story, um, another, she had it rough. She did. She had it real rough. Well, and. Okay, so this is what I want to talk about religion then, mm-hmm. uh because this is did you know the Church of Satan officially endorsed this movie, really? yeah, oh great, <laughs> which I, which again adds a different flavor to the film and which is going to obviously alter people's perceptions of it <laughs> let me ask you this, do you think this movie is pro satan no i didn't think so either. i don't think it's pro satan I think if anything, so. Obviously, these are puritanical Christians. You know, they're very pious, but they're separated from the community. So again, I don't know if they were more ultra-conservative, what have you. Zealots. Very much so. But if you think about just... Again, the way life was, the way you lived, it was shitty. You suffered every day, but you stayed pious because you knew there was a reward in the afterlife. Right? That is why you prayed. That is why you gave thanks. God that's will it.
1: forgive us for our sins and be, give us our bounty. That's mm. right.
0: This this life is hell. We are going to get eternal. You know, we will. We, we will be. We're born with sinners. God. Yes. Yeah. Oh God, and that's original that was, sin.
1: Yeah, that was a big theme
0: in that one too. And the fact that the um, the newborn that was sacrificed. <laughs> Come here, cat. I've got a black cat here right. crossing our crosses we're path. talking witches here um but the fact that the little one hadn't been baptized and Caleb, who was the smaller who was the the, the younger next brother up, he was also very concerned because I don't know if he had been if he hadn't been baptized or something that he he felt like his soul was in danger in fact he- co- he constantly talks about like is that sorry is is, and he called his dad out on it yeah he goes, is Samuel is going hell? to hell?
1: Because he, he goes, well, it's only up to... But if he's going to hell, what did
0: he do? Yeah. And he was like, what did we all do? We haven't done anything bad. And, and you're thinking about he's stressing on his eternal soul and just right. how much how To much the bitter anguish. end. Yes. Literally. Oh, at that entire scene oh, when he's... Oh, that was
1: rough. That was that was like, well, should I be watching
0: this? Yeah, that's... That. Affected me Yeah it's like the Vatican time. tapes Or some and, shit dude. Well and I, you, if you Put yourself in their Perspective I mean All they have is religion yeah. That is all they're Working for You know some people Work for the weekend <laughs> They're working for The afterlife man Everybody's working For the Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Ta-na, But if you think About it though That's frightening Because that's all They have Yeah. And if you die You, you know This is temporary Your soul is forever According to that And so You better be good you're, Because hell is gnarly Fuck yeah it is And so just that that anguish, that existential, you know, and we, what have you? Mm-hmm. That's fr- that to me was very frightening on that spec. Um Plus, he was like also
1: going not only through a crisis of conscience type thing but his body was changing
0: and that's another thing yeah. I want to talk about sexuality yeah there's uh, he is his his sexuality was budding uh, Thomason's sexuality was budding in fact I think you could kind of look at this entire film as just kind of not necessarily a metaphor but the fact that what happens when your desires go against the norm right you know because at the very end and again we we've, we've spoiled the shit out of this the only one that's left living in this film was Thomason yeah and she basically says all right fuck it I'm going with witches right and there's that just haunting last scene man yeah. that really struck me when she approaches the coven because there's a coven of witches in mm-hmm. here that's what one of my favorite aspects of it and you know she's she's naked in the wind she's naked in the woods um and she just gives herself to it and part of me feels you know it's like uh, it's striking against like a patriarch patriarchal society but did you notice at the very end that was the
1: first time she looked happy
0: yeah. Oh, she. She. The weight of the world lifted upon her shoulders, as man. She
1: rose up with as the she witches, literally man, lifted, lifted up
0: yeah. and ascended. You know, not necessarily to heaven, but above her mere mortal existence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really found that interesting because. You could tell that, especially Caleb, when he's sneaking peeks at her her dress and everything. Uh-huh. And I, I know some people are like, ew, but it's like you remember. You, 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 there was nowhere else. That's all he that's has. That's all he has to look at. Now, <laughs> and yeah, it's gross to,
1: like, oogle your sister's boobs, but at the same time, it's like, if if she's starting to sprout, you know, and you're mm-hmm. at that age, you're like, ooh, what's going it's on all, over it's there? It's really you know? only natural. It, it's, 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 yeah, it, it's a little <laughs> it's, Game of Thrones-esque, if you will, you know. Right, but at the same time, it's, it's neat. It I is. mean, you're whether you're out in nature and nature nature
0: or your own human nature, natural inclinations right. that are being suppressed either by religion, mm-hmm. by the family or what have you. And I, it was interesting to see them finally be freed of this. And th- there's that scene when Thomason and Caleb run away. Uh, and they get lost in the woods. Um, and then he comes... He stumbles across the witch's little house. And the attractive and, and witch then comes out. And the hot
1: witch comes out. And you know what? I beckons him. I ain't even gonna lie. You could... Okay, so... <laughs> she was hot. And, like... at the, see, He was having that crisis. He's like, you know what? This is some bad shit. But at the same time, there's some good stuff over there. And he was... You could see in his face he was torn. He wanted he to run because he oil. was afraid. Yep. But at the same time, she was, like, beckoning him. Like, look at my bosoms. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, like... I would I would, I would, I would have, I would. You would have like, ended up with the apple in your mouth. Right. I mean, like I've been hexed, must drop pantaloons, you know,
0: because that witch was sexy. She was. And you think about. When you were, you know, anywhere from eleven to fourteen, and you were just coming of age, man. I mean, your urges, Jesus
1: Christ! Yeah, you're a blaspheming, blaspheming libido, head. right? You are, yeah.
0: And the fact, then, you you couple that with his inner struggle and turmoil, um, it was just that to me was the kind of the heart of the film is them dealing with these outside forces that they aren't necessarily they're not, but they're not necessarily outside forces. No, some of them they are. were inside mm-hmm. forces
1: that manifest themselves as outside forces. Yeah,
0: it's very interesting.
1: And that's I don't think movie had a lot to say. It really did. And yeah. that's the
0: thing I, it, in terms of like a feminist per, uh, perspective on that. I'd really be interested to hear, you know, some 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 feedback on that. But I, I wonder if that's what people reacted sourly to maybe if they weren't ready for that, because, you know, I think a good horror movie can say something with society whether it again is more of a metaphor an analogy mm-hmm. or what have you um, but it does need to say something greater about what's going on right the booga, I, booga, booga. yeah it doesn't all have to be right. you know it can say something and maybe you think maybe that turned people off
1: oh i'm sure it did i mean a lot of people want to like not instant gratification but a lot of people like to be force-fed right especially horror yeah you know what i'm saying um but when something really has something to say and says it with a deeper meaning where you
0: actually have to think about it that turns a lot of people off like almost instantaneously and especially with horror Yeah. I, like you said I think if people people think horror they think slashers mm-hmm. the blood the gore mm-hmm. the like you said perfectly the instant satisfaction the instant right. gratification yeah. um and I, that's the thing the babadook and it follows were some of those films I think also that really that's resonated with me. Had a lot me. to say. And that, yeah, kind of hung around there for a while. And I think this one really falls in with that. And I just, I, I think it works so well. The other thing that works really well is the score um, that was done by Mark Corvin. Jesus, that was a. And a it was just like these dissonant strings mm-hmm. um, and again a good score to me and I've said it before it becomes another character in the film and this one the use of silence I think was really effective oh, as well
1: yeah. it, what did Beethoven say it's not the notes it's the silence between the notes um, was it Beethoven or Miles Davis one of the two okay <laughs> they're both genius yeah,
0: so um, but yeah it was really 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 effective but um, i don't
1: know if you should buy the l the soundtrack on lp
0: oh well yeah you i know. don't know if
1: you should because i mean that's going to be kind of like, like a
0: halloween one where i can't listen to it or, or I, like
1: I, only play it like at halloween like welcome to the haunted house <laughs> you know because i'm because you know what I'll, I'll i will listen to the guest with my car windows down right and roll out with it i'll listen to fucking uh, the it follows soundtrack <laughs> but i'll be damned if i'm gonna be rolling down the street listening <laughs>
0: You know, and can you imagine people's reactions like, as you just rolling fuck? out there, you just know? Just bob my like, head.
1: Yeah, this, this is my Yo, jam. You don't know about the witch soundtrack, son. You know, it's just like...
0: <laughs> which side. <laughs> yeah. I'm throwing up pentagrams. It's like, sup! You know? <laughs> and that's another thing. This movie, you see all scratch himself. Because mm-hmm. Black Phillip is essentially a manifestation of Satan. Right. He is his... Um, uh avatar if yeah. you will uh because there's that great scene after all the shits hit the fan where thomason is like you know talk to me can you understand me and initially i'm like oh what the fuck yeah. and then when i did hear him go like oh, you know oh, what do you want i didn't know initially i was like oh, i'm not sure but it worked for me though yeah because it, was, it did
1: it did it worked really well and then he, she's just sitting there and like look at the book yep and then he just
0: got the little boots. And, and now spurs that being and... said, was that like her selling her soul? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then just finally giving in to mm-hmm. what she wanted to be. You yeah. know, again, Free. I yeah, I would she had a rough. I mean, that
1: mom was going through some oh, major postpartum. You're PTSD not kidding, and shit. I mean, she
0: was just the she was the focal point of all of the mothers' hatred, yes. sorrow, and everything. Even the little twins. I think yeah. the only one that was real. The father was pretty much on her side. He really, he wanted to believe her. He
1: really did. But he, at the same time, he's like, "Uh, there's too much shit. The only one
0: that had her back was Caleb. Yeah. And look what happened to him. I know. Oh, his scene went. So we talked about how he goes in the forest. He gets, you know, taken in by the witch. And yeah, we assume yeah, he he's does. dead. He shows back up, butt naked, just all sorts of messed up. Mm-hmm. And then they they're trying to nurse him back to health. And there's that crazy scene when they realize his like mouth, he can't open his mouth and they open it and this apple falls out and the apple is interesting obviously in terms of you know your Garden of Eden story right there well also he was saying what he was he, seeking see, the matter yeah right. he was
1: looking for apples he said I thought I, he was lying mm-hmm. to his folks when he goes I thought I saw an
0: apple tree physical manifestation of a lie Yeah, yeah it was, coming
1: out of his mouth mm-hmm. so, yeah. there's a lot of there was, was a lot really of good. shit going
0: on in that movie but like you said when he starts dying and you can and he's 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 just but he's so happy Bible. that he's
1: dying because he's like I'll be with you Jesus I'm on my way, you know, oh. and then the kids like we don't know our prayers, blah, 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 blah. and I was like, oh, Aah. when the twins start twitching, yes, 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 yes. and they were talking about that they didn't know what they heard their prayers, and, and the th- twins are freaking out, and everybody's so,
0: so were the twins in line with the devil? Oh fuck yeah! So black, so they, so had, were they they're his little devotees or I, was must it? Be.
1: Okay, because like they're talking to him, and they were like Black Philip talks to us all the time, you know, and so and then they disappeared, so. Right. So, did the
0: witch kill them at the very end? I hope so. When they're locked in that little barn,
1: they just disappear. Oh, Jesus
0: Christ. And the best part in The Witch is you get a witch cackle. You literally get the, hey! <laughs> and that was pretty intense, yeah, man. Was. I'm not going to lie. Um, it, it was, was th- kind
1: of funny, though. I mean, was second, well, it's a second time seeing it, I was like, someone's
0: in my fruit cellar!
1: <laughs> I was waiting for Witch Hazel to show up
0: and like, you know. <laughs>
1: Witchy boo! Witch. Like, fucking Thomasina all of a sudden, like, monsters lead such interesting lives. And just like... <laughs> try to like outdo the
0: (laughs) well i'm gonna ask because again when i saw it the second time with you guys there were a few times i saw you stroking the beard and usually again that's my saying okay genius is a little intense you know you're you're taking so was this a scary movie for you scary as in like with jump scares and all that were you scared
1: no okay okay I had a feeling of dread. Okay, I had a feeling of there was some sinister things going on, and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. I, not like uneasy, like oh my god, I'm gonna die, you know. But at the same time, like there's something not right, and there's and and I was thinking about the whole thing, like okay, because I was like picking out like not the metaphors and stuff, but I could see, oh, that's mm-hmm. the apple means a lie and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I like, so I was like, like really getting intense in it. So when
0: I get intense in something, right. they're scared or not,
1: then it's just like. Mm. But yeah, I It was definitely a, a good. It's a thinking man's horror movie. It is.
0: And I, maybe that's why people don't like it. Yeah. You know, because I... Because you have to look beyond... You do. The booga-booga-booga. Well, you need to put yourself in their perspective. And I think he does it really well, but I think if you're just going in for the turning your brain off kind of a thing, you're not going to get that. Right. You know, you have to invest a little bit more no, on this you, one.
1: Yeah, you have to really open up your mind and, like, really think about what's going on.
0: And I'm all for that, you know. Me too. That's, I There's really not enough en- of that. There really isn't. Uh, you, you think about, like, a Ty West in his films, you know, House of the Devil, that deals with. Satan mm-hmm. that's a slow burn like I said this one I don't think was a slow burn I think it just a kept simmer. simmer yeah and then at the very end that's when it boils over mm-hmm. and I really re- in terms of like imagery and horror movies that one has stuck with me and I think that like might resonate with me into like top 10 all-time horror and do doo. Even with that, even with that, but just that <laughs> the just the visage of the coven dancing around naked, this mm-hmm. fire, and the fact that they start floating. Yeah. And we realize we know what they're floating from is that the baby's blood and everything. In mm-hmm. fact, there's that that first shot of the witch when she's bathing herself in the blood and she's on the ground with the stick. Mm-hmm again, I think that was kind of a very subtle sexual thing. And I know I don't want this to sound silly or gross, but in terms of masturbation, right. And you know, and I thought the same
1: thing too. I mean, she was, wasn't jerking off with no. it, but at
0: the same time it was like very sexual. like. Ugh. And that's, you know, in terms of that was again, any kind of self-pleasure, any, you know, pro- sex without procreation. And, exactly. Yeah. It was taboo. And to me, again, that kind of leads to Thomason's, you know, discovery on the fact that she might be free to do that. And I, mm-hmm. again, I'm not saying it as in a juvenile way, but that no, was the first thing that but, struck me. I right. was like, you know women's sexuality and the fact that the patriarchy usually tries to suppress that. Mm-hmm. And so again,
1: because those Puritans were all about suppression. Yes, they were. They're Holy all shit. about suppression of everything.
0: And I tell you, you know, if you if you read back in terms of like you know the brimfire and Hell, and hellstone that they you would preach, you know, that's that was just a natural extension of it. So, Almost definitely. Again, I think there's a lot of levels to this film. Um, I I don't know if I'm going to check it out again in the theater, but it's definitely a must buy for me. I didn't think.
1: The second time viewing, I, it didn't hit me as well as the first time.
0: Well, the first time when we saw it, we were in the front row, unfortunately, right. which was a bummer, because I'm not a big fan of the front me row. Me
1: neither, but it was always yeah. It was, yeah. But at the same time, because like, you already know the imagery of it, you're, it's already kind of like, okay, it hits you. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that I saw it on Sunday, and then I saw it on Tuesday, it might have been too close right. together. I think if I wait like another year to see this movie, it'll hit me again. Yeah. But like. It's not a one that you can just pop in any No, you no, it's you, know, not, it's you have to be in the right,
0: like m- we can throw on Return of the Living Dead. Right. We can throw on Night of the Creeps. Right. You're
1: anytime. Good. Like, hey, cool, let's watch it. But like, you want to watch The Witch? I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not in the mood for The Witch right now, man. Let, 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 let's see something a little bit more lighthearted. And again, light-hearted.
0: It's, not, it's not knocking it. It's just you really need to be a certain frame right. of mind for
1: and, it. Yeah, you have to be ready to watch And this. I think
0: it's a credit to it. As well. Yeah. Because I think there's a credit to the films that you can throw on at any time. And there's a films you have to be mentally prepared for. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, it goes back to the fact that I don't think people were ready for that. No. I don't think people were ready for this movie at all. No. But I'm glad the, that it's doing pretty well. That people are talking about it. And I'm glad it's like people are praising it i mean you're gonna have naysayers with everything but the
1: fact that it's causing so much i think dissension on like and the tomatoes Rat. it's like 86 yeah or it's something. really it's high. high yeah <laughs>
0: for a horror movie yeah that's hard. hard to do yeah um, so I'm really I'm glad Robert Eggers is is getting this push, and I think he'll have some. I'm, I'm curious to see what he'll do after this.
1: Exactly. Same thing with the uh, uh, Thomasina and Caleb. Mm, oh my God! I'm really interested in seeing what they. I
0: and I can't stress enough how good they were. They were great. If, Had they had bad actors with the kids, it would have totally derailed
1: the film. Yeah. But if I never see those fucking twins again, it'll be fine. Be fine with that.
0: Really. really. Black genius. Black genius. <laughs> <laughs> Could be your, you're the ghetto side there. Um, so go check it out, guys. You know, seriously, obviously, you know, obviously see it in the theater in the dark. Yes, <laughs> see it in the theater in the dark and preferably
1: see it like. On a Tuesday afternoon, when there's nobody there, you right. don't have to worry
0: about like some assholes some just assholes or the some, atmosphere.
1: Like, some rotten teenagers, you know what I'm saying? You're rotten teenagers, if you're listening, you know. <laughs> if you go in the movie, shut the fuck up, right? You know. I mean, I I can't say too much because I did laugh, but you know, at the and same you time, you were in the mood. You were I not was, trying. To, I wasn't like you trying the to derail. Folks.
0: No, I wasn't doing that at all. It was. I was trying. I was. I was trying not to laugh. Well, this one, depending on how many we see this year, I you know we usually do our little top five or top ten, you know, just based on that fact. I've only seen Cabin Fever, and this, in terms of new R- horror so far, right. you know, this is already up there. So I'm anxious to see other films, but this one has really resonated with me. Yeah, I'm, I enjoyed it. I'm really happy with it. So we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we haven't done it in a while, but we're gonna throw out a Rotten Reynolds recommendation year away. We'll be back.
1: Hey, listeners, you're listening to Nightmare Junkhead. Nightmare, Nightmare Junkhead. With Genius McGee and Greg D. I'm Jeanne Salguerrero from Lucha Gore Productions. Oh.
0: Gore is love, baby. All right, gang, we are back and we are here to talk and give a Rotten Reynolds recommendation. And if any of you are not familiar with Rotten Reynolds, then why the hell are you listening to this podcast? I know. Because you know we love us some Rotten Reynolds. Rotten Reynolds are the shit. But for those of you that aren't familiar, Genius, you want to give them a little insight?
1: Yeah, there's those old VHS clamshells with a whole bunch of goodies inside. There's no VHS cover, but there's all kinds of like trading cards and stickers and postcards and tarot cards and just a whole bunch of neat shit. And they all have that old school uh, VHS video covers.
0: It's it's fantastic for all you old you know tape heads out there. Mm-hmm. And so this week's Rotten Reynolds recommendation, we thought we'd stay with the whole Satanism and the Hail Satan theme here. <laughs> Satan is good. <laughs> Satan is our friend. <laughs> You're making a satanic pate there. Mm-hmm. Uh, is to talk about Rosemary's Baby, which yes. they have a uh, great little VHS uh, re- uh, uh, recreation of, which it's got that wonderful green tint there. Mm-hmm. But uh, many of you know uh, Rosemary's Baby as directed by one. Roman Polanski. We
1: gotta definitely write a song about how we we do not diddle kids. Do not diddle kids. It's no good diddling kids. There is no quicker way for
0: people to think that you are diddling kids than by writing a song about it.
1: You gotta write a song that says, Ooh, I wouldn't do it with anybody younger than my daughter. There's no, little kids gotta be big, older than my wife, younger than my daughter, something like that.
0: And this is where you have to ask yourself can you separate the art from the artist? Because <laughs> unfortunately, Roman Polanski does have a little bit of a bad reputation. Kind of a diddler. Kind of a diddler. Which if you can separate it, (laughs) Rosemary's Baby is one of the great horror films of all time. Again, a, s- a
1: slow burn. This one is a slow burn. Yeah, uh, just classic
0: horror movie. And it's, you you do consider it horror.
1: Oh, yeah, most definitely.
0: I know there are some people out there that wouldn't consider it a horror film, which just drives me insane. It's got the
1: fucking devil. You know, it has, I mean, it's a
0: literal devil. It,
1: right. Well, how the fuck is it not going to be
0: a horror with the devil? It's, it's, not, it's not a family movie. No,
1: it is not a family You know what movie. I'm saying? Manson Family, maybe, but There's, it's not like,
0: <laughs> you know, it's not like Walt Disney presents Rosemary's Baby. Wow. That was the Sharon Tate connection with the Manson Family with Polanski nice pull genius hey he's not genius for nothing if it's a good idea it's a genius but no it's truly a really good slow burn of a film uh, Mia Farrow is Mary Fa- Mia Farrow is just phenomenal rocking, in this film rocking the pixie cut the little pixie cut well she's so vulnerable in mm-hmm. the film yeah. um, and it, it just plays through her her, her journey that yeah. she goes through
1: a Woody Allen and, diddling yeah very too. much Yeah, the whole, there's, unfortunately full, full, there's
0: full diddle circle the full diddle circle yeah <laughs> Sounds, sounds like some perverse little thing that uh, they're you know they're into. Unfortunately, it's, it's like, part of the coven. It, 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 yeah, it, it's I, what you got to do if you're going to
1: summon if you're going to
0: summon Satan, you you might have to diddle. Well, speaking of summoning <laughs> Satan, one of the things that I that I really dig on Rosemary's Baby is the um, the theme and the oof, score. Oof and, oof, and so I want to play a little you, bit. You're going to torture uh, me
1: with this one, ain't you?
0: Christoph Kmita's "This Is the Lullaby." And, <laughs> It's La, wait no! it. It's so good, and it uh, just adds uh, that extra layer of unease because this is a film. I'm freaking out over here. Over and just y- y- just listening to it is, just well, so. Ugh. What's great about this film is I don't think there are necessarily any deaths in it. No. I don't think there's really any gore except for when she gets clawed up because she is literally raped by Satan mm-hmm. in this film. It's. Horrifying. Gonna
1: sell the soul.
0: Oh God, no, it's old scratches, you know, fucking Bill Cosby, man. Right? It's frightening. <laughs> and you then you wanna we- live forever, no, top of the bibs this on down the dotted line you're <laughs> putting. And the fact that they actually have old people, these old just Satan worshiping these old folks, old fucking d- evil fogies. And I really like the fact that it, in, in this, and I, I think it's is a it repulsion that Polanski did as well, where it's basically mm-hmm. the horrors of like apartment living. Yeah, not necessarily knowing your neighbors. Uh, it's it's very very scary
1: because you don't know who's evil or not in this movie until we just it's assume said and done. Old, Every, folks, old people are nice. They're good, right? Right.
0: You know they like to eat at five mm-hmm. and the, they get their the, the discounts. Yes. The, like what's not to like? Like. Right. But no, unfortunately. They always have like hard candy in their right. pot, you know? Old original. Werther's originals. Werther's mm-hmm. originals, man. But the very fact that you get a bunch of old people yelling, Hail Satan! Right. Hail Satan! And then that great. The very end, when uh, you know she looks at the kid, she's like, "What's wrong with its eyes? What yes. have you done with its eyes?" Oof. It's very, very, very good, you guys. Right. Uh, Rosemary's Baby can't recommend enough. Check it out on Rotten Rentals. And then uh, you know who what you know new movie
1: that did pretty good with uh, very Rosemary Baby esque hmm. is Starry Eyes. Oh yeah, check out our was
0: that our very first episode. I-
1: no, our first episode of Nightmare was uh, Turbo Kid.
0: Was it Turbo Kid? But okay. it was definitely
1: like maybe two or three. It was within the first two or three. Yeah, yeah.
0: and that's all. Oh, Starry Eyes is another one that I'm a huge fan of. Mm-hmm. I will I, yeah, I like go up to bat for lot. that one. I own the score on that one because it's also a good one. I'm I'm just, I don't know what it is. Just not, not, I'm not a fan of Satan, but I <laughs> I am a, I celebrate his entire catalog. But you if, know? if
1: Satan's a fan of us, that might be kind of cool. Like, oh, dude, these dudes are legit. You They're know? all right. <laughs> They're all right. I won't diddle them.
0: You know? <laughs> not today. At least. Well, there's something about. I mean, I grew up in the whole Satanic Panic era of the '80s. We all, oh yeah, that's the same thing. Like, oh, and there's so, Satanists
1: next door. There's Satanists in the woods, and blah, blah, blah. and I've
0: talked about on the podcast before. Bane's Crossing, all the Satan worshipping that was going out there. So I don't know if I'm necessarily just gravitate towards that stuff because I was in the time when it was a, a when legit it's prevalent. Scare. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. It's it interesting is. to think about because I, I don't know if like a younger generation kind of understands that or if nah, it's like I oh, think by now it's like, they're, they're just so burp, indifferent. Burp, burp,
1: burp, yeah, you know, have that. I mean, there's a lot of like fan a lot of people now like not say that
0: atheism is in vogue mm-hmm. but there's a lot of atheists and if you don't believe in heaven you can't believe in hell you right. know well, so. that's why i'm agnostic because i'm wishy washy <laughs> i just i'd like to think i take from the buffet of life you right, know i can right. take a little bit of this as long i've always been of the fan, the, the opinion that if like, you're not hurting anyone and you're not hurting yourself Go for it, right? Just don't push it on me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Whether it's atheism, Satanism,
1: whatever—I don't know. If you love Jesus or if you're in bed with the devil, you know what I'm saying. Just,
0: as long as you're cool, big cool, we're cool. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else there, my friend?
1: Go check out Rotten Reynolds. Uh, go check out The Witch. Yep. Um, check out uh, Nerds and
0: Nostalgia on Facebook. Yep. Come and check r- us out at the Alamo. Yeah. Monster Squad, Critters, and especially Suspiria. Suspiria.
1: Oh yeah. Speaking of speaking of witches. craziness, yeah, witches and craziness. Witch. And a
0: great score as well with Goblin, man. Oh, man. So much to like. So yeah. much to like. Speaking of Goblin, how about a little bit of gunk to get us out? We'll do that. So until next week, guys, this is Greg. And I'm James McGee. And we will see you in your dreams.